Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Irish on Tap, a podcast about the Notre Dame Fighting Irish presented to you by ONTAP Sportsnet. I'm your host, Brandon Torres. You can follow me on Twitter at BDON300, and you can follow our main account at ONTAP Irish. Today, we'll be breaking down two things. We'll be breaking down last weekend's ugly, ugly loss against Stanford at home, 16-14. to And then... We're going to look ahead to this weekend's matchup at home again uh, against UNLV, a team that I guess I, I shouldn't even say this anymore, but a team that we should beat. But if you look at the schedule for what it is, Notre Dame has found a way to lose games to the two worst teams on their schedule. And it's inexcusable behavior as Notre Dame. The game last week was death by by a thousand paper cuts. It felt like I was watching a Bears game, and that was only, what, 48 hours before. Offensively, 151 yards from Drew Pine. They weren't able to move the football. We turned the ball over in critical points of the game that eventually ended up costing us the game. But the run game never really got going either. None of the backs got up to 100 yards. As a group, they had a total of 150 yards, which I guess isn't, like, terrible, but the way we've been seeing this backfield cook throughout the first few weeks of this season, it's a little disheartening to see. And then obviously through the air, you only get 151 yards. So you have 301 total yards of offense against one of the defenses that's in the bottom third in the country. That's just unacceptable. You have to find a way to be better. And I mean, two out of the three games that we've lost, we've lost at home to an opponent that is lesser than us. And as Notre Dame, you just absolutely cannot let that happen. It's beyond frustrating to see this team week in and week out find ways to lose games in the most frustrating ways. The team should be better than that. And it has not been a good start to the Marcus Freeman era. It has not been what we expected as Notre Dame fans coming into this season to see what this guy was all about because we've only won a few games, we've won three games. We've lost three. We're sitting at 500 on the season. And had we have won last week, found a way to beat Stanford. I think there was an opportunity for us to maybe if we beat UNLV and then beat Syracuse, get us back into the top 25, but that is dead and gone for this year. At this point, just obtain bowl eligibility and make sure that it's not one of the absolute worst bowl games out there because I I already don't have high expectations for this team. They weren't at the ceiling going through going through the offseason and getting ready for this season. But the way that they have performed has been shocking, to say the least. And I think they have to be better. They have to be able to stretch the field. We have one good shout-out in the receiving room in Tobias Merriweather where he had his first touchdown catch for 41 yards, and it was a great catch. He ran him awesome. Meyer had 60 on the day, but other than that, you know, Styles and Lindsey only had two catches each, and they accounted for 27 yards. So this offense simply has to be better. They – they may not have the players for it, but they need to draw up stuff schematically through Tommy Reese that works for the players that are in the offense because right now it's really not looking well for them. And I truly think that this is a game, if there was any, in UNLV that has a terrible defense that you can go up and get like 30 points or 40 points like we did against North Carolina. They allow 27 and, and 
about 27 and a half points a game. In their last two games, they've given up 40. And then the three games before that were games that they all won. They only gave up at maximum 27 points. And that was in a game that they scored 58. So that was North Texas. Don't worry. It's not a, a big school that they took down like that. But the way I look at it for this team for the rest of the season is just go 1-0 each week, survive in advance, because we still do have to see USC. We still do have to see Syracuse. We still do have to see Clemson. So there's a lot bigger test than playing fucking Stanford at home where I don't think they've beaten us in years, but they found a way on Saturday. No players of the game this week. I'm not giving them out on losses. Like, that was a despicable performance. And as much as I want to sit back and gripe about it, like, it was not an ideal game. I mean, any time in college football, if you hold your opponent to 16 points, you should be able to win that game, especially in a game where the team's at a clear talent disadvantage. You're at home you know, your favorite in the game. I think they were like 18-point favorites or something, and they lost the game outright. Like, truly sickening, sickening shit. And going into UNLV, we got to lick our wounds. We got to find a way to get better. But this is a team that's coming off of two huge losses that they got blown out in. And I'm not saying they're going to have any confidence, but they probably want to right the wrong and and find a way to end the streak because they were on a three-game winning streak before that. You lose two in a row, and now you go into Notre Dame, which is probably the biggest game on their schedule. So it'll be interesting to see what version of UNLV shows up on Saturday because I've seen a few of their games. They're not a super talented team on offense, but they they use misdirection and they use uh, a little bit of trickeration to, to move the ball down the field and expect to see that type of stuff out there on Saturday. As far as it goes for us, we have to be able to run the football. We have to be able to do what we do well, run the football and then build the passing game off of that, get all the backs involved and then find ways uh, to get the receivers involved in well as well, because two catches from Lindsay and two catches from styles, simply two catches from Lindsay and two catches from styles simply is not going to cut it. I know they're always able to get Michael Meyer involved and they were able to get the touchdown to Merriweather, but this is a team that's so predictable on offense and they're often in three and out positions. Audric Estime fumbled the ball, you know, potentially going in to win the game at the end. And that was just sickening shit to watch because you're sitting there thinking they can get a touchdown here. And if we get a touchdown here, I trust our defense to be able to stop them from getting a touchdown. So it, it, it was frustrating on so many levels. This team makes you want to rip your hair out on a weekly basis but we, this is what we signed up for. We're Notre Dame fans, and this year is not our year, but we have great recruiting classes coming in in the future years. So hopefully uh, throughout that time, they're able to find ways to make this team better. But right now, this simply isn't it. And going into this game, UNLV on offense averages 29 points a game. They average 358 yards. They allow 378. It's pretty evenly distributed. 213 through the air and 165 on the ground. So we will see ultimately what it comes down to uh, out there on Saturday. But I think if we're able to run the football and we're able to cap off drives, this is a game that we should win convincingly going into this game. The spread is 26 and a half and Holy fuck. Are we even going to score 26 and a half points? Like I don't, 
know if I look at this offense and trust them against any team to score 27 points, and then that means we have to pitch a shutout. We'll not be betting this game, and <laughs> the ESPN win probability has UNLV at 4.7%. So, yeah, don't don't really care about any of that. Just want to find a way for this team to win a football game because – this is probably the last cupcake game that they have. Let me pull up the rest of the season schedule. So following this game against UNLV, we play against Syracuse. We play against Clemson. Those are back-to-back weeks. And then you play against Navy, should win that game. You play against Boston College and then USC. So honestly, bro, like, as sick and sad as this sounds, it is the fight to get to six and six because you're sitting here at three and three. You got three games left, right? You look at UNLV, Navy, and Boston College as must win and very winnable games. You play Syracuse, who's ranked 14th. They play Clemson this week. And then we play Clemson the following week. So we kind of just swap opponents. And then. Navy, BC, and USC. And USC just lost a heartbreaker last week to Utah. So, yeah, have to win this game. Have to try and sneak one of those three games against Syracuse, Clemson, and USC because you know we're probably prone to one more stink. You know, Phil Jerkovich is going to want to come into Notre Dame and beat us at our home field considering he would probably be the quarterback at Notre Dame right now had we not have fumbled the fucking bag with him so much. But that was a Brian Kelly issue. Going into this game, Offensively, I'd like to see at least 250 yards from from Drew Pine. Even though I said I want to see us run the football, this is a game that we can run the score up. We should be able to run the score up. And if we can find ways to attack their secondary, which they can be attacked with our skill players, then I don't see this as an issue of winning or losing the game, just a matter of by how many. But I really don't know if it'll be 26 and a half. That's a lot of points for a team that's three and three and can't stay out of their own fucking way. Maybe I will bet uh, a Notre Dame team total because I do think this is similar to the North Carolina game. When I was going into that game, I thought that was a game they had a chance to blow offensively just based off what I saw so far from North Carolina this season. And then just remembering that game last year, like it was a fucking shootout. Teams aren't too much turned over. And yeah, win one for Freeman, win one at home win one for pride and just please stay over 500 because we fought to get back to 500. You had a great performance against BYU, probably one of our more complete games of the season. And then you follow it up with a stinker against Stanford. So it is what it is. This was never going to be a college football playoff team. Thank God we're not in a conference because it'd be even more laughable, but look at it like this in your, ACC opponent games, you are 1-0 with Syracuse, Clemson, and BC still on the schedule. So if you can find a way to go 3-1 and one in those games, there's no reason why we're not able to have a bowl game. So it's, it's sad. It's sick shit that I'm even talking about this, but that's the reality of the situation. Three of the final six games are against ranked opponents, this is probably the easiest game remaining on the schedule. Navy looks easy on paper, but anytime you get that offense down to South Bend, uh, it looks like it may, yeah, it's at a neutral location this year. So let me 
see where that one's at, but yeah, it's not even going to show me. Either way, not important. Find a way to win this football game, and we'll go from there. Offensively, like I said, I'd like to see a great game from Drew Pine. Drew Pine is playing for his quarterback life. I think he has one more year at Notre Dame, so he's playing for an opportunity to still be the starter at Notre Dame following this year. I really would like to see him put his best foot forward and finish the game with around 250 total yards. Obviously, he'll be able to run for some of those as well. Three touchdowns, no turnovers. And then if I look at it on the defensive side of the ball, this is a team that is a pretty balanced attack. Their quarterback, uh, Brumfeld, he's kind of an athlete. He can get out in space. He can hurt you with his legs. But I think that this is a game that needs to be led by the D-line. And I know I go with him often, but he's a guy that is a leader on that defense. I'd like to see Isaiah Foskey make it difficult for Brumfield back there because he hasn't seen a defensive end like that in his career or a defensive line like we have. So, I mean, as much as I don't like us being four touchdown favorites going into this game, this is a game that I don't really see being close. I don't see UNLV scoring a lot of points. And the only way that the game is close is if their defense somehow comes out and puts out the performance of a lifetime because we're somehow going to find a way to, to get at least four touchdowns in this game, at least four touchdowns, at least 28, 31 points, I believe. And for Foskey, I'd like to see a, at least a sack and then a couple tackles for loss, maybe create a turnover or a fumble in the backfield. And then score prediction, I will go Notre Dame 38, UNLV 14. Tight game, super tight game, but – Huge bounce back spot for us. Luckily, we're at home again this week. Luckily, we're pissed off. Luckily, we realize we suck at football and we have to find a way to get better. This team needs to win this game to make it so that they only need two wins on the remaining portion of the schedule in order to become bowl eligible. But like I said, offensively, I'd like to see a big game out of Drew Pine. Defensively, I'd like to see a big game out of Isaiah Foskey. And then on on special teams, I mean, why not? Let's get a let's get a fucking return this week. We haven't had a return all season. We don't return a lot of them, but I'd like to see the return guys do what they do back there and find a way to get six. Could be a punt or a kick, but you need to find points in other ways. Maybe if we get a pick six this week or we get a, a kick six. I do think this is a game that has that type of potential, but – Score prediction, like I said, 38 to 14. Maybe UNLV hangs for a tougher first half, but I think ultimately we have enough to pull away at the end. And then no matter what happens out there on Saturday, as, as much as this episode hurt to even record because that game, that game just stung because so many chances to come back, especially towards the end of that game, and you just weren't able to get it done. So with that being said, I look forward to getting back on the microphone and hopefully recapping a victory for Notre Dame against UNLV on this Saturday, but I could be wrong. And I've been wrong before on my predictions. The game kicks off at one thirty, and it'll be available on Peacock. Make sure you don't miss it. We'll be back with you guys on the other side of this game to recap what happens out there in South Bend. And like I said, hopefully it's another Notre Dame victory, our fourth on the season, if we're able to get the job done. But with that being said, my name is Brandon Suarez. You can follow me on Twitter at BDON300, and you can follow our main account at ONTAP Irish. I really do appreciate you all for listening. 
We'll be back with you guys next week and go Irish. Thank you.